Hey, 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 it's me, Katie here. Grab a notebook, add a cuppa, and join me in the sociology staff room. So we're really lucky today, we've got Kate Flatley on teaching and learning in regards to exam technique, also experienced teacher, uh, been teaching since 2007, so super lucky to have you today to talk to about exam technique. Um, thank you first of all, that's what I want to say. Thank you so much. I'm really excited to be asked to take part with this. Yeah, like I said, um, I've taught sociology since 2007. So um, if you know your history, I've gone through two spec changes, one in 2008 mm. and then 2016. And I think with 2016, that's where I started doing the video tutorials because mm. there's a lot of questions with these new style 10 markers and mm -hmm. how to structure and how to tackle the methods in context and a lot of people were asking the same things all the time and and that's where it came from really and and that's what i've that's what i focused on Oh, yeah, I can sense your enthusiasm in your voice as well. I think, yes, you are a teacher, but I know you're passionate about pedagogy and I know you've gone up the senior leadership um, yeah. hierarchy as well, but you've kept your foot in within teaching and learning, which is so important. So, yeah. obviously, as you said, you started doing them because of the spec changes and we can't get away from the fact that, you know, as much as we love sociology and all the wealth of knowledge, it is going to be assessed by 100% exam and that's something that we can't, as teachers, including myself, can, like, avoid. Um, Basically, we can't get avoided. It's the first question I'm going to ask you. Obviously, we want to introduce our students into sociology. We want to get them engaged. So at what point do we go, ha-ha, it's 100% exam, here are some exam questions. What point in the year 12 course do you sort of, as yourself, introduce this? So what I would, I would do is not necessarily introduce exam questions, but I would start mm. to think about how students start to academically write. Mm. So... Um, mm. In encouraging them to structure paragraphs in such a way that they're conveying good knowledge, they're mm. applying some examples and they're trying to show some sort of an, an, an analysis really. So mm. what we do is, is that we start with our basic introduction to sociology, uh, what are mm -hmm. our theories, and we get them to write a paragraph about a theory. So we would mm. say something like, tell me some of the key words about say functionalist, like mm. consensus, um, organic analogy and then mm. apply an example of what are mm. those institutions how might we analyze how might we mm -hmm. compare it and things like that so actually we get them to do a paragraph structure um just a basic mm. paragraph structure to to show how to hit the skills and then we start to then build it from that so mm. we i personally have designed my curriculum in the fact mm. that we start with research methods probably an mm. unpopular opinion but i start with research mm. methods because the majority of the questions on research methods are either going to be a 10 mark outline and explain mm. or a 20 marker mm. so in my head i'm thinking i've got lots of potential to practice a lot of 10 markers mm. which are answered in exactly the same way yeah. yeah, which then students have got lots of opportunity to practice and practice and practice mm. again and again and again. So then we can then build on it and say, okay, well, that's a 10 marker, two, mm -hmm. two paragraphs. An essay is three, possibly four mm -hmm. if you've got time, with mm -hmm. possibly an intro, definitely a conclusion, and we build it that way. Um, mm. And then we start to introduce, okay, now we've got 10 markers with an item. We've got 20 markers with an item. And we build mm. it that way. So that's, in my head, I logically 
thought about it. So from starting with them to 10 mark paragraphs, what we're doing is we're scaffolding for the students, um, just giving them that little bit of guidance about how to structure an answer and taking the mystery away rather than giving them, here's a 20 marker, off you go. Mm. And they're doing it blind and, mm. the, you know, I think we've got to remember that these students have not got the skills in the way that we want them to write and we expect them to write. So just giving them that little bit of guidance from the beginning mm. and thinking about how you're assessing throughout will will be really, really helpful for, for your students, really. You said so many, thank you for that, so many interesting points you, I just want to sort of highlight there, really. I mean, first of all, you're saying you've highlighted the fact that, you know, these students can come from a wealth of experience, whether they're going to be sort of equivalent level nine English students who've experienced sociology already to students that may be scraping a level four and coming into your course. So and may have not studied sociology. So it's not just thinking about sociology, it's about literacy and how they write and scaffolding that. So that's really, really a useful point that you've highlighted. Another thing you mentioned as well was, you know, these are your opinions, and I think that's quite highlighting there that, you know, obviously Kate guru of exam marking but there are a range of ways of doing that and these are just one of them I sort of want to sort of stress that at this point the third second point you said you sort of or maybe third point but um you mentioned was um about sort of starting off with just paragraphs you know and building up from that and you know getting them to write a paragraph maybe about a theory and then building up from that what I thought was quite interesting and, and actually something similar to what I do is 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 start with the 10 markers I think it's quite worth stressing that the 10 mark are really 20 markers, which are really 30 markers, and it's just more more paragraphs. So I, I, I quite like that, that sort of unusable logic, that logical idea of, of building those, yeah. those essays and up. Think, and I think it's also worth remembering, over the three papers, there are eight 10 markers. Mm. That mm. is a third of the marks. So actually, yeah. if you get your markers right, you, yeah. you're winning the game because yeah, you don't have to be getting the students to get 70 percent 80 percent to be getting an, an, an a or an a star the mm. grade boundaries are often quite a lot lower so really mm. i just say to my students you know you've got to be at a minimum getting six out of ten six out mm. of ten on them ten markers you know mm. anything above that is a bonus but if you get that yeah. you, you know you've got a really good foundation of mm. just your basic paragraphs and then mm. it, it, it underpins your other questions yeah I, I, I just 100% agree with you and I think it's like worth mentioning that you know it is worth you know a third of your marks and I think we often sort of think to yourself oh my goodness like you know 20 markers 30 markers we get sort of you know, as teachers, we think of the volume of those marks, but it, it, it builds up, doesn't it, and, and into those marks. And if you know your 10 markers, you know your 30 markers. So let's talk about 10 markers a little bit more, because obviously you've, you've highlighted that. The thing about the 10 markers, we've obviously got ones without an item, ones with. I'm not going to spend much time talking about the ones without the items. I feel like as a teacher, and I'm sure other teachers would agree on that, that we sort of get that two paragraphs done. It's the one with the item that's maybe new teachers to sociology or people that have you know, we haven't had much time on the new spec in inverted commas because of lockdown and because of uh, centre of assessed grades. How do you sort of teach and understand the 10 marker with the item? How would you get that, convey that to your students and how that, is that different from the one without the item? Yeah, well, the, the two 10 markers are different. How they're similar is the fact that it's focusing mm. on application. 
but mm. you're applying in different ways. So without an item, your application is looking at one area of the spec and how mm. does it impact other area of, of the spec. Mm. Okay, so going mm. more across the topic. With the yeah. one with the item, you're getting your application from mm -hmm. the clue is in the item, your hook mm -hmm. is in the item, and then you are applying your knowledge and you've got to then read the question to just double check that there isn't application to a second part in the question mm. as well. Okay, so it goes back down to your assessment objectives, doesn't it, about mm. how to convey application and what is application. Mm. So introducing that question is that you would break it down really and you'd look at your different component parts. So you'd start off by saying, look, it's asking you to apply material from the item. So the item is really important. And mm. it's asking for two things of whatever the question's asking. And that's your clue, um, mm. what you've got to be looking for in your answer. So if your question was about something about, um, I think there was one about market, was it marketization policies? I'm trying to go back to like 2018 or 2017. Mm. There was something about something like mm. marketization policies with identity. So you were looking for that in the item. Mm. So you've got to sort of tell the students, these are what you're looking for in the item get them to have a go. Now, this is where you might want to use either technology or you get students to hold things up and you mm. say to them, okay, I want you to highlight what you think are the two things, your two mm. hooks, and use yeah. those words for the students, find mm. it in the item and get them to hold it up. Yeah. Or you can use tech to do that. And then yeah. I would then say, yeah, oh, okay, brilliant. The majority of you have highlighted the right hook. That is mm. hook number one, that would be paragraph number mm. one, that's that's going to be paragraph number two mm. and then any students that highlight something different that mm. really you know you've got to have that conversation with them as mm. a class to say, why did you highlight that bit what made you mm. think of that bit because there are parts of the item which are either preamble or a little bit of waffle or it's mm. just reword question which actually yeah. isn't isn't a placed hook so mm. in the class have that conversation with them why did you get that is there, mm -hmm. is there a better hook and then as you're going through it, you would then say, okay, now what would you write about? And this is mm -hmm. where you can do it in purse. You could get them to talk mm -hmm. to each other about it or you could get get them to bullet point them down. And then another misconception or another problem that they do have is that they attach the wrong knowledge mm -hmm. to the to wrong hook. They might mm -hmm. get them the wrong way down. So I think there was mm -hmm. one uh, Tim marker which was asking about two ways in which um, two ways in which the education system reproduced capitalism. And one mm. of the hooks was about the reproductive and the other one was about the legitimising. Mm. And they've done it mm. the wrong way around. And, yeah. and, and again, having that conversation with them, yeah. you know, in the class to say, is that the best hook for that point? Or can you yeah. find the better hook? Um, mm. and, 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 and that is really something that's really important with the students because that will make a difference mm. in marks as well. You know, yeah, so you've highlighted, yeah, the, that right hook element is so important because ultimately they're not getting it yeah. correct. In addition, you just sort of mentioned that you sort of spend quite a lot of time sourcing those hooks and understanding before you even go into those questions, which I think, again, is so important for students because, you know, you might have developed the essay writing or the paragraph writing, but it's that application which is what's being assessed there as well interesting yeah. like there's debate around the, the hook questions would you get do you get your students to um 
quote the hook in the in their paragraph or or do you like do you mind them doing it implicitly i recommend them doing it um Mm. we know that they can do it implicitly Mm. but i tell my students examiners are human okay Mm -hmm. and it takes a long time to mark an exam paper and you don't want to make Mm -hmm. it hard for them you want to make it as easy as possible for them to give you the marks Mm -hmm. okay don't make them work to give you marks, yeah. basically. So if you quote the item, you've already, the, the examiner's going, okay, there you mm. go, two hooks, easy. They've got two hooks, yeah. two applications of knowledge, you know, th- there's your marks type thing. So yeah. I would I would recommend that they do. I also get the students to thinking about the item as well. Once you've had a go at it, get the students to have a go at writing their own item. So give mm. them a question and say, mm-hmm. okay, what would be the item? And then swap That's with the person one. next to them. Good and idea, say, yeah. Okay, please find the hooks. So then mm. they really understand why the hooks are there. And yeah. What, you know, put, put yourself in the mind of an examiner. And these are little activities yeah. that you know, build your I'm stealing that one. <laughs> yeah, it's a really oh, good oh, idea. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's the same for you. You don't have to sit there writing hooks as a teacher, you know, on a, yeah. on a Sunday evening, you've got the students to do it. Get the students to do it, and they get quite nasty. <laughs> they, mm. they get like hide them and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you know, it all—it's all the it give—it's given them lots of opportunity to practice. And you know, there's only so many exam questions that you can practice, mm. and get students to come up with you know different questions and different items. You know, you are preparing them for the unknown, mm. really, yeah. aren't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think that's I worth it. mentioning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. The point was the point, the point is the unknown bit. Definitely, a hundred percent. Sorry, go for it. And then I was going to say as well is that um, you know, say to the students then, okay, what would happen if you didn't quote the item and it's not mm. there and it's important? And I get them to write it on a card mm. and say, okay, how many marks do you think? You've got ten marks. You've done two paragraphs, mm. but you've not the item how many marks would it would you give it and get them to hold it up and a lot of them will be saying five or six marks and you're like mm. no it's only three and actually and and mm. you know it is it is when students get the marks back and they think why have i not got the marks i've got really mm. good knowledge i knew the question mm. i understood it and it's something as simple as exam technique which has mm. actually in the marks Mm-hmm. So it's and I think that's what you said, it. it's AO1, isn't it? They're testing the application there. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, going, still sticking with the 10 markers, and I know we also, I want to talk about um, sort of the, the questions we always have around exams, but just sort of thinking about 10 markers, I know you mentioned the ones with the item. I think the hook, like as well, is, is quite useful to sort of the students quote it as well to keep them not drifting into something else. I think it's not just good for the exam, but also for the students. You also mentioned with the 10 item without the item, it's about cross um cross specification knowledge i think that's worth yeah topic um but that's worth just highlighting i think do you mind talking a little bit about that and and why that's so important because i think it sort of links to what you've just said about it's the unknown you know one bit of spec here one bit of spec here um yeah 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 so so these are that the 10 mark outline explain they're the ones that you are either going to see as a research method or Mm. um, or theory method should i say or from one of your topics really so you will start to see as you're going through that there will be 
links that are quite obvious if that makes sense mm. so like for example if you're for example if you're teaching family and households and you're doing the division of labor topic that first mm. couple topic or mm. you know roles in the home and it starts mm. to mention about legislation changes there mm. you go you've got a really obvious topic mm. of cross topic link there so immediately you could have a go at saying okay how has that impacted that and then mm. let's have a go at doing a paragraph and then as you start to go through your topics um, towards the end, a really nice revision activity is that you put your topics across the top, your topics down the side, and you get them to make mm. the links across um, as well. So you're saying, okay, well, what if they ask um, something about childhood and mm -hmm. um, I would say demography or something, mm -hmm. you know, what would you write? you know mm. put it out there and, and and give them the unknown so you're taking that mystery away they've thought about it beforehand mm -hmm. about what they could be writing about um you know that's just one way that i would tackle doing those cross topic mm. links is massive grid and say right have a go work with the person next to you how does that how do they relate to one another um i know some people have done it like on um like like a, a, wheel a wheel type thing mm -hmm. yeah you know and and it pops up and it's or they've picked something out of a hat or something like mm -hmm. that how it relate to this other topic mm -hmm. you know you're getting the students to be thinking all the time and and you embedded mm -hmm. it into your lessons as well and i think that that's where you start with your curriculum planning as well yeah. where you go okay at some point i'm going to be doing 10 markers when i'm going to look across topics how am i going mm -hmm. to embed it going to tackle this as a go along so it's not yeah. a big issue if that makes sense you know definitely, you definitely. yeah no no 100% I think as well I think that goes back to sort of original questions when you start teaching the essays actually think about Tim because you can't really start teaching until you taught a little bit of content to get those synoptic links across yeah. otherwise they're going to just be very much based on AO1 so it's definitely like said about the curriculum plan and drawing that all together i love your enthusiasm because actually i can just see i can see it obviously you can hear it in your voice and i feel like oh i'm gonna do that i'm gonna do that and i it, it, make, it also makes me like you know imposter syndrome and you know teaching it's also nice to sometimes hear other teachers teach either similar to you or getting new ideas from from you and think oh actually i'm okay it's okay someone else is doing it like that or it's you know or get some yeah. ideas so it's been really really useful i know that we probably will rebook another session because i could i, could, there's, I want to talk about paragraph structure on a separate time i think we've before I sort of take away all your time, I'd really like just to know a little bit about the sort of common questions our students ask us, which is how much do I write? How many paragraphs? And do I write an introduction and conclusion? I don't know if you don't mind speaking a little bit around about those, just because mm. they're sort of like a typical, and I think yeah. that comes from maybe um, confidence with the students as well, that they sort of know that they're doing the right thing. It comes from a good place, not because they want to be lazy or anything like that. <laughs> Yeah, so with your 10 markers, you don't need an intro and conclusion, don't talk about it with them, you mm. know, or or when, you know, um, I would, I'm saying, you know, a lot, I do apologise, um, I'd right. say to people, do a 10 marker, right, what's your five top tips of doing a 10 marker, do you need an mm. intro and conclusion, I'm reinforcing it all the time, mm. um, when you do your essay, um, there's a lot of debate over this. Do you need an intro um, with essays? Um, what I would say is you're, we're not just preparing students for the exam. Um, we are pre 
preparing them for academic mm. writing as well. Mm. So teaching them how to do a good introduction, I think personally is quite important because mm. a lot of them will be going on to um, higher education and they mm. will be writing essays as part of their degree. Mm -hmm. So getting them to write an introduction as part of academic writing, mm. I think it's quite important. Um, if the students have time to do an intro in an essay, in the exam, brilliant because it gives them time to map out. It's like a mini plan, mm. really, isn't it? <clears throat> it's like what's your essay about? Yeah, what's your debate? Who you're going to write about? It is your mm. plan, and it gives you that mm. little bit of time. And on also, as an examiner, you read it and you go, "Oh, this student has understood the question." Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it gives a bit of an indication. If you've not got time to write one, you're running out of time. Not having that intro is not a problem. You can go straight mm -hmm. into it. Um, mm -hmm. but conclusions are definitely essential and that's something mm. that you do need to spend that little bit of time about writing what a conclusion is and how to do it and the importance of it um, because if they are looking to get into the top band the, mm. the reasoned conclusion is essential now I do know a question is well what is a conclusion well mm -hmm. it's isn't it it's sort of like you wrote your essay and you are coming to a you're coming to a judgment at the end of it mm. and I think the best mm. way to explain it is through an example really I was thinking about this myself mm. um 2018 there was the question which was sociological explanations of class differences in educational mm. achievement so the student will have wrote a range of paragraphs mm. there will have been some paragraphs that are about teacher labeling self-fulfilling prophecy subcultures or whatever and they might have wrote about some external factors material deprivation cultural deprivation and so on mm -hmm. uh, your better answers would have said well actually you know material deprivation will influence the way the teacher perceives you mm -hmm. yeah but they're actually interlinked so really your conclusion is in conclusion we shouldn't look at mm. all these facts in isolation because there mm. are interlinks really that yes. that and there's your conclusion so i think it's sort of thinking about when you're teaching the content and you're teaching mm. the experts in isolation going actually is there a relationship between these isolations yeah. or um, these 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 factors are they interlinked or do they miss the point um i know another way is if you're looking at um how relevant or how important something is mm. is it important in today's society so bringing in mm. postmodern ideas might be useful mm. in a conclusion as well um mm. thinking about it that way but your conclusion is super important yeah so yeah. and like you said it's like getting that top band and you know, like you said it's it's making that judgment use the word judgment and it, it's not just repeating everything you've just said and writing a mini introduction again it, it's sort of saying well you know assess the you evaluate this was evaluate evaluate the usefulness of well is it useful is it not useful um yeah. or like you said is that the main factor um that we looked at is that the one that has the most significant impact or or is it like you said not in isolation with a range of things lots covered there i could probably yeah. talk all day with you maybe we should sort <laughs> that out another time for sure um definitely um admire the work you've done i really enjoy always talking to you i know that separately i've messaged yeah. you about other things uh criminology being one of them uh, yeah. but that's probably another subject for another time um have you got any just final like in sort of the words of uh, jerry springer a, a final thought for us at all uh, any sort of top tip um as us sort of sociology teachers that we could sort of pass on either to our students or to our team or for ourselves in regards to um, teaching exam technique? 
So I would start, you know, your exam technique can go throughout the full two years of the course, mm. you know, looking at paragraph structure, whether it is just doing something, okay, we're going to write a paragraph, you've got five minutes, seven minutes to write mm. it or whatever, mm. you yeah. can embed it and try and embed it in every lesson so it doesn't become mm. um, that mystery, it's not mm. a shock or anything like mm. that, you, you have guided your students, you're building it up for the students mm. as well they do get to the end of the two years it is mm. not this big thing that they're doing mm. that you, know, you have guided them you've held their hand all the way and then hopefully by the end of it they are free to you know they'll have that confidence to do it themselves and that's exactly it it's, it's about them having that confidence and it's not this big thing sort of links in something i did want to ask a question about what conscious that I know that we could be talking forever but it yeah, sounds like to me and correct me if I'm wrong assessment doesn't have to be something you're doing once a half term when there's an yeah. assessment schedule whatever it might be or you know um when there's mock exams or something like that it's something that's embedded into every lesson whether it's just a quick you know the four and six markers or it might be like just a paragraph for the 10 marker or it could be just writing a conclusion or an introduction or even essay planning or something along the lines so it's becoming yeah. so popular, isn't it, where it's like they're doing mm. vocal exams as well, mm. you know, what would you write um, or just highlight the question, you know, mm. um, or, you know, find the hooks um, and and do, and you know, another, I'm just thinking if we are going to have another conversation, <laughs> maybe using <laughs> IT as well to develop yes, exam skills as well. Um, IT is such a powerful tool. There's some really fabulous interactive um, resources that you can be using mm. at the moment to um, embed exam skills and, and also allow them to practice and share student answers and peer assess and things like that. So there's a lot of, there's a lot of scope. Oh, that definitely. Do you know what? Technology is something that I definitely <laughs> need to know more about. I'm a bit of a technophobe myself, so, um, that's something I'm going to definitely bookmark you for that in for that in yeah. the future. So uh, what I want to say is say this moment, I'm sure the uh, other teachers will agree with me on this is thank you for your time. Thank you for sharing resources as well. Um, and thank you for, you know, just, you know, talking about things that I know if you're a lone person department, these are things that potentially you might go through your head and actually sometimes it's just nice listening to someone else that's working through those processes. It might be stuff they already know. Yeah, so thank you ever so much, Kate, and have a lovely day. Um, and thank you. You're welcome. And you too. Thank you so thank much you. for inviting me. Thank you. Take care. Thank you. Have a Bye. good day. Bye. The Sociology Stuff Room is brought to you by tutor to you Sociology. Find us at tutor2u.net forward slash sociology or follow us on Twitter at tutor2usoc or Instagram at tutor2usoc. You can also join our very lively Facebook groups for sociology teachers. See you soon.